order. The New World Order. This is a conspiracy. Hey everyone, Wednesday, December 28th, 2022. So today, the top stories. The U.S. Supreme Court on Tuesday allowed Title 42, a Trump-era immigration policy, to remain in effect for now, leaving thousands of migrants gathered in Mexico waiting to cross. Also, Carrie Lake, Arizona gubernatorial candidate, Carrie Lake won't stop fighting over election interference concerns in her midterm race there. Also, Whoopi Goldberg is sanctioned again over remarks that the Holocaust wasn't about race. I'll be covering uh, these stories and more coming up right now. So today, uh, an NB- from NBC News, Supreme Court keeps in place Trump-era immigration policy allowing asylum seekers, or as we like to call them, illegal immigrants, To be quickly turned away, Republican attorneys general from 19 states have filed a last-ditch effort to request to prevent the unwinding of Title 42, a policy that allows asylum seekers to be expelled quickly. And this is an article here by Lawrence Hurley. The court voted 5-4 to to grant an emergency request by 19 Republican state attorneys general who sought to intervene In defense of the policy, the decision puts on hold the ruling by Washington-based U.S. District Judge Emmett Sullivan, who said the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's implementation of the policy was arbitrary and capricious. Well, conservative Justice Neil Gorsuch joined the three liberals on the court in voting against the request for a stay. The brief court order said that while the administration cannot set aside Title 42 policy, the decision does not prevent the federal government from taking any action with respect to that policy. So Neil Gorsuch was in line with Perry, basically, my friend Perry from Florida, who said that constitutionally uh, Title 42 shouldn't apply. Um, I agree somewhat with that, but, you know, at, at, at this point, anything to stop what is going to be a disaster because there's so many people that are coming uh, to cross the border illegally that are actually waiting for Title 42 to be repealed, um, it's going to be a humanitarian disaster. Not only that, but it will, once those people cross, uh, they're going to send signals back to the rest of the world that the border is even more wide open than it's ever been. And uh, the surge of migrants at the border will become even more intense and unmanageable. So the New York Post is reporting migrants assembled in Mexico hatch plan across border after Title 42 is extended. So in this article by Marianne Martinez, migrants amassed in Mexico are desperate for relief as and say they have been waiting patiently but now plan to cross into the U.S. illegally now that Title 42 has been extended. And they're, they're, you know, the migrants there are under extreme conditions because it's very cold uh, at this time of year at the border there in Mexico. In the border city of Juarez, asylum seekers, illegal migrants, say they have risked everything and spent every penny they had to get uh, to the U.S. One woman showed 
the post wounds on her feet from walking hundreds of miles to the border and a man showed a monkey bite sustained during his perilous journey through the dangerous jungles in Central America to get to the border. Um, there are, among the 20,000 people that the mayor of neighboring El Paso say are waiting to come over into his city when Title 42 ends, the pandemic policy has been in place since 2020 and allows people from certain countries to automatically be turned back from by border agents and sent to Mexico or their country of origin. So, but only about an eighth of the border crossings are being uh, border crossers are being expelled. So, also from the New York Post, massive migrant tent erected at border in preparation for the end of Title Forty Two. Most people understand that this uh, this provision is going to end soon. Um, although the arguments will continue in an effort to stem the tide um, or the wave of illegal immigration at the border. In the middle of the West Texas Texas desert, a giant tent bigger than a football field is being thrown up by U.S. Border Patrol as El Paso prepares for a human tidal wave to cross the border uh, with Mexico as soon as the Title 42 health policy comes to an end. Uh, we might see uh, the tidal wave come across regardless of whether uh, Title 42 is repealed. So moving on to the next story, Carrie Lake won't stop appeals lawsuit defeat and $33,000 in fees in this Newsweek article by Caitlin Lewis, election denier and former Arizona Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake promised that she won't stop fighting after her election lawsuit got struck down in court. Lake, who lost the Democratic governor-elect lost to Democratic Governor-elect Katie Hobbs in November, attempted to challenge the election results in a suit filed this month, accusing Hobbs and Maricopa County election officials of an intentionally interfering with a midterm vote. They had to put intentionally there because it was proven that they did interfere, but the hurdle is uh, Carrie Lake's team, legal team, had to prove that they did it intentionally to hobble the election results and they couldn't prove that it was done intentionally. They did change the heater and the printer ink settings intentionally, but they, uh, Carrie Lake had to prove that it was done uh, with a spe specific reason of, of changing or uh, fraudulently uh, affecting the vote. And on top of that hurdle, Carrie Lake had to also prove that the amount of votes affected would have uh, caused her to win. So it's the same thing with Trump. There are multiple hurdles you have to face when challenging elections. You can't just prove that there was some fraud. You have to prove that there was enough fraud um, to change the election result. And you have to prove that the fraud was intentional, which, you know, which means like what you have in Florida going on is that they're not convicting these felons who voted when they weren't supposed to because they said the felons didn't know that they weren't supposed to vote. So they weren't convicted. Um, ignorance of the law is no defense. So it goes on to say the former candidate who was backed by ex-president, and they keep saying ex-president. When you refer to all other presidents, it's always former President Barack Obama or President Barack Obama. They've never used ex-president before except in the case of Donald Trump. Again, mischaracterizations and use of language um, to stupefy uh, the public and the readership. 
And she was backed by uh, former President Donald Trump, faces over 33,000 illegal fees for witnesses who helped defend Hobbs. And so defense witnesses were paid. I don't understand. That helped defend Hobbs and election officials in the suit's two-day trial. The defendants had filed a motion to sanction Lake and her legal team for nearly $700,000 on Monday. It was actually $500,000 reported in other papers. But Maricopa County Judge Peter Thompson said when presided over the case denied the request and the decision, of course, because this isn't a civil suit against two private parties. It is a a civil suit. It's a legal suit, but it's a civil suit um, by Carrie Lake against the government of uh, specifically the Secretary of State's office, which is part of the government of Arizona. So it's not like two private parties hashing it out. So you can't, (laughs) you can't, you can't get reimbursement for something that the state is paying for because using taxpayers' dollars, which is at that point property of the state. They're not two, and that doesn't work, like I said, because it's not two private parties. Lake spoke with conservative podcast host Steve Bannon on Tuesday to discuss proposed sanctions from Hobbs and said that the motion was outrageous. I won't stop, Lake said, while appearing on Bannon's war room. If they think this will make me stop, they're wrong. Good for Carrie. Lake also filed an appeal in Thompson's decision to dismiss her case on Tuesday and told Bannon prior to filing that her team was unable to present all of their evidence in shortened window of the trial. We had so much evidence in the case, Lake said. We wish we could have presented it to show the whole world in court, but we only have five hours to make our case, which is very unfortunate for the people of Arizona. Um, So her her court trial, her effort uh, was hobbled by um, the judge, or so Carrie Lake says. So moving on from the New York Post, again, Whoopi Goldberg forced to apologize again for repeating Holocaust slur. She basically said again that the Holocaust wasn't about race. And the problem is with black, I don't want to generalize black people, some black people is they only look at race through the eyes of being African-American or black. So if you don't have a different skin color, they say that isn't about race. But race is a broader term that just just doesn't um, encompass people of different skin color. And that's how you know that the brainwashing works on people like Whoopi Goldberg. Because when they hear race, they immediately think of their blackness. And to be be perfectly clear, sub-Saharan blacks are not the same as North... uh, uh, Sub-Saharan blacks are not the same as North African black... uh, Blacks or North Africans, Sub-Saharan Africans are not the same as North Africans, etc., etc. So race is a loose term that encompasses different groups of people that have some hereditary uh, lineage. So just because you're black, you might you know not be of the same quote unquote race, but people of color look at it as the same thing with Hispanics. Not all, some Hispanics are mixed with indigenous. South Americans, etc. So it's not technically, it's not the same race. It's just, it's a convoluted thing, but the Holocaust was about race because if you consider the Jewish people as Hebrews, they are a race. So 
It just shows her ignorance. But I'm just trying to state the case. I understand where she's coming from, but it's an ignorant position. So in more news from Associated Press, making pig livers human-like in a quest to ease organ shortage, it's not... This is all bioengineering. So what they do is they're growing organs um, in vats, pig organs that are humanized, so they're injected with human cells. Um, and it's just a way, it's just more of this uh, chimeric experimentation with um, genetically modified organs. Uh, it's Frankenscience, if you ask me, and it always comes in... Um, it always comes in the vein of it's for health and safety. You look, you're helping people that need organs. And I know people that are on organ waiting lists, and I understand that this could be very helpful. And I'm not necessarily disparaging that effort. But everything that's scientifically uh, or as far as nature is concerned is an abomination, as far as I'm concerned, is always eased in under the... Uh, uh, helping somebody but all of a sudden when they start growing organic bodies um you know people are going to start having problems with that so i i'm against uh, genetic modification period um if you're using pig organs and you're humanizing them i guess if they were grown in a pig but these aren't um so i, I have some ethical issues with this so just uh, if, if you wanted to know the uh the corporation that is doing uh, this sort of experimentation is Miro Matrix. And you could go on to, to read the article here. Uh, it sounds science fiction-y, but we've got to start somewhere. And it talks about people waiting for organs. Scientists are looking for animals for another source of organs. Um, but these aren't grown in animals. And so it's very misleading, the Associated Press, as usual, Miro Matrix approach stems from the research in the early 2000s, re regenerative medicine, which is good. I believe in regenerative uh, medicine, but Miro Matrix sits rows of large jugs pumping fluid and nutrients into livers and kidneys in various stages of metamorphosis. Then they talk about xenotransplantation. Okay, from France 24, Brasilia's entire police force to deploy for Lula's inauguration ceremony amid fears of violence. Uh, it's the same playbook um, from the Democrats. It's, oh my God, people are questioning the election, so there's going to be violence. And something occurred that seems to me like a false flag. Brazilian president-elect Luiz Inicio Lula da Silva inauguration will be secured by 100% of the capital's district's police force. Over the weekend, a man was arrested after allegedly placing explosives in a fuel truck near Brasilia's airport, hoping to sow chaos ahead of the inauguration Sunday. The suspect was a supporter of Brazil's outgoing far-right president, Bolsonaro, and told, told authorities he wanted to prevent the establishment of communism in Brazil under leftist Lula, who is a communist. But the device did not explode. And so anytime you see something like this where uh, it's a foiled plot, um, it sounds like a false flag and it just gives an excuse to um, get more draconian with the authorities uh, and, and their police state tactics. And that's why they mobilize 100% of the police force. But in, in the mind of the people, it labels uh, Bolsonaro's supporters as terrorists. 
Same playbook that they did here. They cheated that election as well. If you looked at the protests, uh, I doubt Lula could get millions of people in the street like Bolsonaro did. Even the indigenous people of Brazil were supporting uh, Bolsonaro. They believed in a nationalist state. And we just went over this the other day where Bolsonaro's uh, legalization of, of civilian firearm use actually brought crime down in, in the major uh, cities. And before I go, I just want to go to the New York Times and show misinformation and mischaracterization. So their headline is, as COVID-19 continues to spread, so does information about it. Doctors are exacerbated by the persistence of false and misleading claims about the virus. And by Tiffany Su, who is Asian, and Tiffany writes, as COVID cases, hospitalizations, and deaths rise in parts of the country, myths and misleading narratives continue to evolve. And uh, basically the myths are that ivermectin can help, that um, the virus was created in a lab, and between the virus and the vaccine, they've had um, globally um, a severe uptick in death rates among healthy individuals between 18 and 65. And so uh, an Australian researcher collected more than half a million conspiratorial and misleading English language tweet, English language tweets using the terms deep state hoax and bioweapon. All things exist. There, there is a deep state. Uh, there are hoaxes. And um, more than likely, COVID-19 was developed as a bioweapon. Now, if it is a bioweapon, it might have uh, deleterious effects on the human body that may continue for decades or uh, whoever contracted it their lifetime. And basically what the vaccine does, it doesn't, o doesn't only fill you with the spike protein uh, that's supposed to be the dangerous part of the virus, uh, not the virus itself, but the it's spike protein, which uh, replicates in your body, but also it makes you uh, more susceptible the, to covid uh, after you take the vaccines. So it's the, the vaccine is actually an enabler for people to get COVID. So, and I've been doing a little more research and it seems that part of the youthful, healthy die-off are people that haven't taken the vaccines but have gotten COVID or maybe unknowingly. So there is something going on. We're not really sure what it is. Researchers say that the uh, volume of toxic material surged last month with the release of the film that included baseless claims COVID vaccine set off the greatest orchestrated die-off in the history of the world. They won't name the film. The film is um, Sudden sudden Death? Died Suddenly is the name of the film. So, but they won't put it here. Falling over, to, the protective barriers are falling over in real time. This is both interesting and academic, absolutely terrifying. Um, there's something strange going on here with COVID. Uh, a lot of people can't put their finger on it. Some people are making some very real speculative uh, speculations. It's not misinformation. Like I looked at the data and it showed that the vaccine was a new technology. Um, I wasn't prepared to take a new technology, new technologically va vaccine. It wasn't really a vaccine, but a, uh, a genetic therapy. Um, and then early studies show that it didn't really work or if it had some effectiveness, it waned only after a few weeks. And then after those few weeks, you became even more susceptible to the virus that you were trying to prevent. So that's it for me, Rudy's Revelation. 
Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment down below, and check me out on social media. Twitter, Facebook, get our minds. See you tomorrow. Come on, man, I ain't finna go Alex Jones level on y'all, man.